Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Andy. Hey, Don. Good morning. Um, before I get into that, I just want to give you a warning. Like seconds before you brought me on, we have a big thunderstorm going on here in Minneapolis. Uh-oh. And seconds before you brought me on, a, a roar of thunder that literally shook the, the building that I'm in. Uh, came on, and it would have sounded like an explosion, I think, had you brought me on like 10 seconds earlier. So if that happens again, I'm not under fire. It's just Mother Nature <laughs> oh uh, acting up. You know, it's that climate change. That's what it is, yeah, climate right. change. It's not weather. It's climate change. <laughs> All right, back to the matter at hand. Uh, we are facing a partial government shutdown uh, that will happen Sunday at midnight, October 1st at midnight, unless in the next two days uh, the government can come to an agreement. And what's really holding it up is a group of about, uh, about 10 what I call renegade Republicans. Um, Karl Rove wrote a column, and he calls them the Chaos Committee, <laughs> uh, or the Chaos Caucus, I'm sorry, let me quote Karl Wright. And they have just thrown havoc into the whole process because they have not agreed. One of the bills that usually is the easiest to agree to on a bipartisan manner is defense spending. It's where usually we do get bipartisan agreement, and they wouldn't even let that come up for a vote on the House floor. So we're kind of in a really bad situation right now. What What's happening is they, they've tried to pass a a bill in the Senate, a continuing resolution that would fund the government for six weeks. That looks like it doesn't have enough support to get through. Um, what, what Speaker McCarthy has tried to propose, a last-minute bill, looks like it won't have support. Uh, you just uh, said that the White House has issued a statement that, uh, that they're not willing to go along with that, that bill either. So we're really watching the clock tick down. And this has happened three times, or three extended shutdowns. We've had shutdowns of a couple hours, less than a day on a, a couple of occasions. But there's really been three major shutdowns since the law was interpreted in 1980 that says if Congress doesn't provide funding, uh, the government has to shut down. The first one came in 1995, and really 1996, it really came in two parts when President Clinton and uh, Newt Gingrich's Republican Congress couldn't agree on spending levels, and the government shut down for a total of 26 days. And then in 2013, 
there was a standoff between the House and Senate over funding over Obamacare, and that resulted in a 16-day shutdown. And then most recently, during the Trump, administra- Trump administration, uh, in 2018 and 2019, there was a dispute over border wall funding, and there was a shutdown that lasted 35 days. It was only a partial shutdown because Congress had previously passed five out of the 12 appropriation bills that it needs to pass for the full budget. But one thing that we have in common in each of those three cases, and I believe it'll be the same if we shut down for any length of time starting on Sunday, is Republicans took the blame in public opinion polls for the shutdown, mm-hmm. and it hurt the entire GOP in, in, uh, in upcoming elections. And I think that's what's going to happen. And there's, nu- there's numerous polls in each of the three cases, and we saw the political consequences in elections afterwards. And I think the same thing is going to happen if, if Republicans uh, don't get their head out of their butt and agree to something in the next two days. And so a piece of this is because, you know, many and, and I know some of this is inside baseball. Many people feel like, well, you know, they have everybody has the right to look at, for example, Ukraine. I know that's a big sticking point because we're you know, they want to give six billion extra here and six billion there. But ultimately, your article at Broad and Liberty, Andy Bloom, talking about this is that Republicans ultimately, if you look at the, the spin and how it goes, we stand we stand to we actually are standing to gain in the senate because of who is as far as how many house how many democrats senate seats are up and in those in dangerous territories we could republicans could win the senate and then you need to hold on to the house but from what you're looking at as far as the patterns that you're tracking what you're saying is this could be a real disaster when you look at, especially because the media, the, the mainstream media, Andy, we know is against Republicans from the get-go. So this could be this could be a real loser moving forward over the next year for Republicans who could stand to gain both the House and the Senate. Correct. Well, or hold the house, right, I so should say, and right and gain the Senate. That's correct. Hold hold the house. Hold the house. So Republicans right now have a four seat majority in the House. There were eight. There are eighteen Republican held seats that President Biden won in twenty twenty. Those seats will go up for reelection, of course, in twenty twenty four. All members, all four hundred thirty five members of the House, are up for reelection every two years. Yeah. And the House majority is a very thin majority at four seats. Again, 18 seats that, that Biden won in 2020, and those are really endangered seats. And those are the seats that are going to be most affected by a shutdown, or most likely to be affected by a shutdown. And that's what's in danger. The House majority is very much in danger. It's been very fluid. We've seen the House go back and forth really since 1994 when Republicans took it over for the first time in nearly 50 years. The Senate, and I don't have the map up in front of me, but the Senate is very favorable. Uh, Every two years, one-third of the 100 Senate seats go up for re-election. And the map is very favorable for Republicans this time around because more Democrats in red states are having to defend their seats. 
um, like Joe Manchin, for example, uh, in West Virginia, a state that, that Trump won by some uh, 30, 40 points, if I remember off the top of my head. And there's a couple others like that. So it, it, what we could see is Republicans taking the Senate but losing the House. And right now, the White House is wide open. It looks like we are walking down the path that nobody seems to want, a rematch of Trump versus Biden, although we're still a year and a half away from that election and a lot can change. But it looks like we're walking down uh, the path to a rematch. And in in most polls, they're, they're dead even, but there's a number of polls where Trump has a slight lead. Uh, and, and it's really hard to guess what's going to happen. So much is going to happen. Uh, Trump is going to face a number of, of trials or trials will at least start between now and, and the election. That seems to be unavoidable. You know the mainstream press will continue to pile on. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what's going to happen with the economy. The economy may get better. seems like it may get worse. Um, the, the worst advertising for Joe Biden is on every street corner that you drive by when you look at the price of gas. That is the worst advertising for Joe Biden, and they don't seem to get, get it. As they're advertising Bidenomics and you drive by a gas station, you know Bidenomics isn't working. So it's really hard to tell how all this will shake out, shake out 18 months from now. But here's the one factor I can promise you. Joe Biden is not going to become more lucid and more, more coherent. He won't make more sense 18 months from now than he does now. He is in bad cognitive decline. And for Democrats to deny that is just abusive to their own voters. What? I get this all the time, but what, in your view, is the sticking point of I know Matt Gates and uh, Mar- you know Marjorie MTG um, Marley Marjorie Taylor Green Taylor Green yeah. MTG so so MTG Marjorie Taylor Green is has, has a different sticking point than everybody else she's been an ally of Kevin Speaker Kevin McCarthy her sticking point is Ukraine if Ukraine's in the bill she won't vote for it if Ukraine's not in the bill she will vote for it the um, the, the, the Matt Gates is, is the face of the renegade Republicans. Uh, the ones that come to mind off the top of my head are Bob Good from uh, Virginia, uh, Dan Bishop from North Carolina, uh, Matt Rosendale from Montana, let me see, uh, 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 Tim Burkett from Tennessee, um, there's, a, there's three or four freshmen, uh, Ellie Crane from Arizona, Corey Mills from Florida, uh, Ogles from Tennessee, uh, Wesley Hutt. Hunt from Texas. Uh, I think I've named ten of them. That's mm-hmm. th- those. Those are the real renegades and the real the real problems. And uh, they're probably going to challenge McCarthy uh, for for his his speakership after this is all done. And in fact, here in Minnesota, we're hearing that they're going to try to put Tom Emmer from representative from Minnesota up for the um, for the speakership. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. Here's what their sticking point is. And, and in, in theory, I don't even disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Their, their sticking point is that the government is too big, too fat, too bloated, and we're spending too much money. And we are. They're not wrong. But when you have only the House and the Democrats have the Senate and the White House and you have a four-seat majority, you, you can only make incremental gains. You can't impact big change 
And what they're trying to do, trying to force the government to shut down in order to impact change, in the end, has a negative impact. And there's a lot of us, and, and you know, we're called the establishment Republicans, and, and surely we are, but it backfires every time it's tried. How many times do you have to get punched in the face before you realize this knocks us out, not the other guy? And it's a bad strategy. It's a bad strategy. Read my column, Walking the Plank Again, on broadandliberty.com, <laughs> and look at the polling data from the three previous times. And, you know, we go back to Einstein saying the definition of insanity mm -hmm. is doing the same thing over again. There are three times it's been tried since 1995. The last time was 2018-19 with Trump in the White House. And each time, Republicans have overwhelmingly taken the blame when we have caused a shutdown by trying to stick to this point. It doesn't work. So if you want to give up the House and you want to see us take less Senate seats than, than we should get, and you want to try to put Trump or whoever the eventual nominee is for the White House in 2024 at a disadvantage, then shut down the government for an extended period of time, and you'll see what happens just like it did the three previous times. Yeah, and, and that was concerning as I read through your article at Broad and Liberty, Andy Bloom was just thinking about, the cost and already the media is is starting to spin this i will also say for guys like you know chip roy i saw him he looked like he was speaking out to try to get something done scott perry so some of those that are known to be in the freedom caucus are actually saying we need to get this done and they're still hoping that they can avert this thing um, from from and, where and i'm looking and if you look at some of those guys some of those guys that want to get this done are in those 18 yes. districts that Biden won, and they realize that politically, this is a loser. And again, I'm going to say it again, it's not that I disagree with the intent. Okay. I agree with the intent, but you've got to play the cards that are dealt. And when the, when the cards that are dealt to you is that you have a four-seat majority in the House, you don't have the Senate, and you don't have the White House, you're not in a position. And Republicans should have done this in, when, when Trump was in the White House in the first two years when we had the House and the Senate, and we didn't do it then. And I realize that a lot of the, the younger, uh, newer members of the House are saying, well, that's why we're doing it now, because we didn't do it then, and that's why I got elected. But you have to play the cards that are dealt, and we have a weak hand. Yeah, my, my hope here is that they're, they're, they, they are so defiant that maybe the White House coming out and saying that Biden is going to veto it anyway, he's, going to, he's not going to approve any stopgap, that maybe that'll galvanize everybody. And they'll say, oh, good, let's let Biden look like the bad guy, you know, and, and not sign it. So, yeah, but, 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 but again, you go back to 1995 and 1996, and, and when Clinton and Newt had their, had their uh, tests, and Clinton was clear that he wasn't going to sign it. And, you know, I've got the figures in, in, in front of me in 95. A Washington Post ABC News poll found 46% blaming the Republican Congress, while 27% faulted Clinton. So, yeah. you know, 20% said both, both. So uh, it, it just consistently falls on, on the Republicans who look like they are being stubborn. And, and the president always has the bully pulpit. And on top of it, the president, when he's, he's a Democrat, has, has the media, has the press. It's a, it's a losing hand. I'll say it again. It's a losing hand. You have to be able to be in a position of strength 
and you have to have at least two out of the three. You have to have the White House and one chamber of Congress, and that has to be the basis which you proceed. Well, Andy Bloom, until next time, my friend, thank you so much uh, for talking about this, and um, we'll, we'll steer everybody to all of your research that you did looking back over the years. Broadandliberty.com, walking the plank again. Don, have a terrific weekend. And I hope this weather that we're having today doesn't get there before, uh, before Monday. I, I know, right? It's, it's Friday night football for, the, for my kids' high school, so we're hoping we can get the game in. Thanks, Andy. All right, Don. Thanks. Thank Bye-bye. You. All my best to your family, too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 